वैराग्य विद्या निज भक्ति योगम शिक्षातमे का पुरुष पुराण श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य शरीरधारी कृपाम बुद्धिजस्तमहंग प्रपद्दे दिस भर्स वॉज कंपोज बाय सार्वभौम भट्टाचार्य यू नो सार्वभौम भट्टाचार्य एम नॉट हार्ड हुआ जी हुआ सार्वभौम भट्टाचार्य And Nandarani knows better than you. <laughs> so girls are intelligent. <clears throat> yes. Sarvam Bhattacharya was a great impersonalist and a great logician. The impersonalist school. Amongst them, there are very, very learned scholars. <coughs> Shankaracharya himself, he was unique scholar. At the age of eight years only, he studied all the Vedas, <coughs> and not only he studied, he became a critical student. Shankaracharya. He, he was incarnation of Lord Shiva. Therefore, nobody can be compared with him. So, amongst the uh, impersonal school, there are many great logicians and high-class scholars. But <coughs> according to Vedic principles. God realization does not depend on material intelligence or scholarship. It is stated in the Vedas, "Nayamatma pravasanena labhya." You cannot realize the self simply by arguments or very. Uh, scholarly speeches, no. Na yamatma pravachanena lobhya, na bahuna sutena. Neither by studying many many different types of Vedic literatures. Na yamatma pravachanena lobhya, na bahuna sutena, na medaya. Neither by sharp brain or memory. These are good qualifications to be scholarly, to be a very good speaker, and to have very good memorizing power. These are materially very good qualifications, but they are not. Qualification for realizing God. <coughs> Then, what is the qualification? 
of realizing God. God can be realized only to whom uh, He reveals. You cannot oblige God to become manifest before you because you are very good scholar or you are very rich man or you are very good looking or you have got very good memorizing power. No. When he is pleased, then he reveals unto the devotee. Therefore our business should be for God's realization to please him. And that pleasing process is this devotional service. Let us engage in his service and when he becomes pleased, yes, he is very sincerely, just like the gopis, they were village girls, not even born of very high family. Cowards, ordinary agriculturist, cowherds men. So their daughters, so how much education you can? There was no education practically. In the village, even men in India still, they are ninety percent illiterate. And what to speak of the girls? The men are not even literate. <coughs> because according to Vedic civilization, it was not necessary that everyone should go to school. There was no necessity. Uh, because the things were being learned by śruti, by oral reception, knowledge from the perfect man, uh, one would hear and he would become learned. There was no necessity of, uh, I may say, learning ABCD. No. Even in Vedic age, everything was memorized. There was nothing in writing. People were so sharp in brain that once heard from the spiritual master, they will never forget. The brahmacārī system made, them, made their brain so powerful that whatever they will hear from the spiritual master, They'll keep in the brain and never forget. They'll repeat Bhārvetam. Smriti. This is called retaining power. <clears throat> so God realization does not depend on material opulence. Material opulence means to take birth in high family, janma. Uh, janma means high parentage. Uh, then janma uh, is and wealthy, great riches. These are material. High parentage, great riches, and 
great learning and uh, great beauty. These four things are material opulences. Janmai Sajja Sutastri. Janma means birth, Aishadja means wealth, and Sruta means education, <coughs> and Sri means beauty. So, for God-realization, these things are not essential. But uh, Krishna Consciousness movement can utilize everything, so nothing is neglected. That is another point. But if somebody thinks that I have got all these opulences, therefore, God-realization is very easy for me. No, that is not. So God-realization depends on God, because God, you cannot oblige God by some force. Just like if you have got money, or you can do anything nowadays, if you have got strength of well, you can have any power, you can do anything, but that does not mean that you can purchase God. No, that is not possible. If you have got beauty, you can conquer over very stalwart, very strong man, just like oh, what is the Cleopatra. You have heard the Grecian history. She was very beautiful, and she conquered many great uh, warriors. So beauty sometimes can conquer even the greatest man, but that does not mean beauty can conquer God. No, that is not possible. So. The Vairagya Vidya, Nija Bhakti, to conquer God is bhakti. If you are advanced in devotional service, then you can conquer God. Just like the gopis, as I was speaking, their <coughs> parentage was not very high, not at all high, village, agriculturists, farmers, <coughs> no education, practical, no education at all. And they are not rich at all, agriculturists, farmers, they are not very rich. So how they conquered Krishna? Krishna was just a play toy in their hands. Gopi Bhavarasam Tadlai. They conquered Krishna simply by devotional service. They did not know anything except Krishna. They did not have to care anything. Simply they are always they are thinking of Krishna. 
The one instance of that absorption in Krishna consciousness is explained. That when Krishna was going on the pasturing ground, the gopis were crying at home. Why? They were thinking that Krishna is body so delicate, so soft, that we, when we take his lotus feet and place on our breast or chest, uh, we think it is hard, very hard for him. So Krishna is walking in the forest. There are so many particles of stones. They are freaking. And how much Krishna is feeling pain. This thinking may cause their crying, how Krishna is feeling pain. And the whole day they will think of Krishna like that, and when Krishna will come back from the pasturing ground, then they will be relieved. Krishna has now come back. This was their business. Now this sort of thinking of Krishna does not require any riches or any high parentage or any beauty or any education. So we have to develop such Krishna consciousness. Our, this Gauriya Sampradaya, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descendants, our line of God-realization is that separation, feeling of separation. Not that we have got Krishna within our hand, no. Uh, this feeling of separation, worship of Krishna by feeling of separation is better than the worship by directly meeting. Vipralamba uh, seva. So this Vairagya Vidya renunciation Vairāgya-vidyā-nija-bhakti-yoga. <clears throat> Bhakti-yoga means vairāgya-vidyā. Vairāgya-vidyā means no more attachment for this material world. That is vairāgya. So bhakti-yoga means vairāgya-vidyā. This sarva-bhattācārya says vairāgya-vidyā-nija-bhakti-yogam. This vairāgya-vidyā means uh, bhakti-yogam, uh, sikkhārta-meka-purusa-purāna. So Krishna, the Supreme, original personality, He has come down <coughs> to teach us this vairāgya-vidyā. Vairāgya-vidyā-nija-bhakti-yogam sikkhārtha-meka-purusakura. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Sarīra-dhāri. Sri Krishna Chaitanya, Sri Krishna has appeared in the form of Lord 
Krishna Chaitanya. So Sarvamu Bhattacharya says, my respectful obeisances unto him. So naturally this uh, context came into my mind, uh, this wise Bhairāgya. So one who becomes advanced in Krishna consciousness, naturally they become disinterested for any uh, material popishness. They do not care. So Bhairāgya, this bhakti-yoga means Bhairāgya vidya. You can chant waves. Oh, I finally got it. Oh. What, what is the price of this? No charge. Now, what do they say? Oh, this drum was broken, but uh, he gave it to us free. I do not know. It is, it is broken? It was broken, but we fixed it. Oh. Oh, no. When they give in charity, they give something broken. <laughs> Kana Guru Bhavan Kedana. In India, there is a, a charity is given to the Brahmins. So a man saw that his cow is blind. All like give it in charity. So charity means charity should be the first class thing, if it is really charity. But uh, nowadays people giving charity just for name. Oh, I am giving something. Uh, this charity, there are, you have read Bhagavad Gita, there are three kinds of charity. Sattvik, Rajasik, Tamasik. Sattvik, charity in goodness is uh, with due consideration that here should be given the charity, just like the bathing injunction is to give charity to the Brahmins. Why? Uh, that is the worthy place to give charity in the hands of Brahmins and Vaishnava. Real Brahmin, I, I don't say caste Brahmin, because they will employ whatever you give them in the service of the God, Lord. Therefore charity, that is sattvic charity. There is no question of profit or name, but charity should be given here. Here is something, God's service, and that is sattva. Uh, and rajasik means for the sake of name. Oh, people will say, oh, I am so charitable. That is rajasik. And tamasik, one who does not know where the money is going, just like in the Bavari streets. Uh, some that drunkard comes and polishes the motor car and somebody gives five dollars. 
and immediately goes to drink. That means this charity means give him impetus for drinking. So if charity creates such drunkard, oh, that is very dangerous. He has to suffer, the man who is giving in charity. Therefore in charity also there must be consideration, it must be shatti. So say, anyway it has come here, so it is shatti. Whatever his mind may be, anyway he has given to this temple, so it is shatti, chant. 